0: The full interview with Andrew McCabe aired on 60 Minutes last night. Really shocking stuff, all the details coming up. Ocasio-Cortez says, now that Amazon canceled their deal, let's take the $3 billion we were going to give away and let's invest that money into our own district, into our own residence. That $3 billion, we were going to give it away to Amazon. Now we have $3 billion extra Ocasio-Cortez, she majored in economics, and yet this basic mathematics completely eludes her. There's no extra $3 billion that we have in our pockets. Here's a quote from Ocasio-Cortez. If we want, we can invest in our own district. We can hire out more teachers. We can fix our subways. We can put a lot of people to work for that money, that $3 billion. So de Blasio, the socialist de Blasio is correcting her, and he says, there's no three billion. You're investing that money in Amazon. We don't have three billion extra dollars. If Amazon came here, then we were going to give them tax breaks. If they actually gave us the money, we'd have the money, so we'd give it back. We don't have the three billion until Amazon moves here and generates that kind of money. They don't have to generate all 25 billion at once, but you get the point. There's no three billion like extra just lying around. It's like saying, listen. I have a million dollars. Instead of investing it in a company and trying to get money back, I'm just going to buy a yacht with that million dollars. I have a million dollars. So we got the socialist de Blasio correcting Ocasio-Cortez, the economic major. By the way, de Blasio says that this is corporate abuse by Amazon. They had a deal. They had a deal with New Yorkers. Corporate abuse, that's the de Blasio spin on this when his fellow Democrats sabotaged Amazon threatened them, so listen, if you come here, we're going to make sure that uh, we don't keep our end of the bargain. All right, Andrew McCabe, I want to be very clear here because McCabe is admitting he wants to sell a book and he knows that the media, he's literally incriminating himself and he knows the media is going to view him as a hero and celebrate him because he is an enemy of President Trump. So he is admitting that he—that these investigations uh, against President Trump by the FBI all these years and now by Mueller, all that stuff had nothing to do with actual suspicion of a crime, nothing to do with the FBI gathering evidence, none of that. It's all. It was just a vendetta. It was politically motivated. He's admitting it. Hey, yeah, you know, after Trump fired Comey, we launched all these investigations because I knew that I was going to be fired soon after and I needed to make sure that we had a case against President Trump. Hello? I, I, it's, and, and the media doesn't even challenge him on this. So here's what he's saying. The way an investigation is supposed to work is, number one, a crime is supposed to have been committed. There was no crime. Yeah, the Russians maybe meddled in the election. That had nothing to do with Trump or anybody in the United States uh, being involved as far as anybody knew. So you'll have a crime. There was no crime. He fired Comey. That's obstruction. The problem is obstruction. You're trying to obstruct an investigation into a crime which doesn't exist. You're supposed to have evidence. They're supposed to gather evidence. They say to McCabe, when did you launch the investigations against Trump? Well, basically the next day after he fired Comey. Oh, really? So one day was enough to gather enough evidence? You know how many weeks it takes them to launch investigations at this level? And then they say to McKay, well, why'd you do it? You had suspicions, any of that? No, I did it because I knew that I'd get fired next and I needed to solidify the case against Trump. Remember, this is pre-Muller. So pre-Muller, you know, after Mueller, now the media has all sorts of ammunition, excuse me, against Trump, but all this stuff that leaked out, even though they really have very little compared to what they should if there was any real crime here. But this is all pre-Muller, remember that. So what happens is, now who? Rod Rosenstein, this is McCabe's own admission. He says Rosenstein came up with the idea of wearing a wire. No, he wasn't joking. And he also came up with the idea of 25th Amendment. So they're sitting there after Comey's fired. And they're shell-shocked, by the way, because they know, well, listen, if Trump comes, he starts to, to attack the uh, FBI, then McCabe knows that he's next and he knows that Strzok and Page and all these people are going to be added. Folks, you have to keep in mind the context here. This is before there was mother, This is before we knew about any of the text messages between Strzok and Page. Trump's only been in office a couple of months. So none of this stuff is public. So they've been this massive cover up here by the FBI, all these anti-Trump Uh, agents running all these investigations against Trump, totally biased. I mean, literally as biased as could humanly possibly be. And none of that was all secret. That was all covered up. And now McCabe's and Comey's fired. Trump's cleaning house. This is all going to be public soon. So he needs to do everything he can to try to thwart and sabotage Trump and get him impeached while at the same time protecting his fellow agents at, at the FBI. That's the context. McCabe's admitting this all. So, This is not the job of the DOJ. Rod Rosenstein comes up. They're literally counting in McCabe's office or wherever they are. They're counting how many cabinet members do you think would sign on with us to invoke the 25th Amendment to have Trump overthrown from office. They're counting cabinet members uh, who would possibly overthrow Trump. That's not the DOJ. The DOJ's job doesn't investigate the president. They certainly don't invoke the 25th Amendment. That's the job of Congress, of the cabinet. Maybe the FBI, certainly not Rosenstein. Yeah you know, the, the Rosenstein's supposed to be setting policies, filing lawsuits. And the whole thing is so bizarre. So what really happened is after Comey was fired, remember Rosenstein wrote the report. First thing he did when he got put into office deputy AG, he got he wrote the report why Trump should fire Comey. Then Trump fires Comey and there was such tremendous backlash by the DC establishment. Rosenstein's a 28-year veteran at the DOJ and he is shell-shocked suddenly he, no one's ever heard of him until now, and suddenly he's like the biggest enemy to the DC Washington establishment swamp who's ever existed. He makes Nixon look like a boy Scout. So Rosenstein is freaking out. What do I do now? How do I possibly fix my my, my tarnished destroyed reputation? I know what I'll do. I'll try to sabotage President Trump. And that's exactly what happened. 25th Amendment. Don't worry, I'll wear a wire. Nobody would ever suspect me of wearing a wire. They're on President Trump because he wrote the letter to fire Comey. And then he appoints Mueller. And boom, suddenly Rosenstein is back at the top of the pile. Suddenly he's... Popular again amongst the establishment elite in Washington, the Democrats and even a lot of Republicans, because he's back on the bandwagon to try to sabotage President Trump. Now, meanwhile, Trump says he keeps saying, listen, I fired Comey because of Russia, because of Russia. Oh, you see, he must have obstructed justice because he was upset that Comey was investigating whether Trump colluded with Russia. And so this is unbelievable. So McCabe keeps talking about how Trump kept saying, listen, make sure everybody knows I I fired Comey over Russia. And they kept trying to stop him. He says to Rosenstein, listen, when you issue your report about why I fired Comey, make sure that you include the Russia investigation. And, And Rosenstein says, I can't do that, Mr. President. Not a good idea. So Trump then goes on NBC and he says, I fired Comey. Because the Russia investigation is a hoax. It's a witch hunt. And now, uh, obstruction of justice. If Trump was obstructing justice, would he really keep saying the reason I fired him is because he was investigating me and I was trying to thwart the investigation, suppress the investigation? I mean, mean, it makes no sense. Unless they think that Trump really has such a low IQ, is just a total buffoon. Trump's a smart man. So for them to keep talking, he keeps mentioning Russia. The fact that he keeps mentioning Russia is the biggest evidence that Trump did not try to obstruct justice one bit. And by the way, when he fired Comey, he said, thank you for saying three times, three separate times that I am not a target of your Russia investigation. It's a counterintelligence investigation. And remember, the media said Trump is lying. We have no evidence to say that Comey actually told Trump and Comey admitted under oath in Congress. Yes, I told him on three separate occasions that he was not a target of the investigation. All Trump wanted to do was clear his name. Clear his name. That's all he wanted to do. So these guys were conspiring for political vendetta and a personal vendetta because Rosenstein couldn't take the fact that his association with Trump tarnished his perfect stellar 28-year uh record, track record there working for the DOJ. That's what really this is all about. And McCabe is the one who actually is admitting this all because he wants to make a lot of money. His book. Is already number one bestseller. I don't even think it's been released on Amazon. The pre-sales. He's already, he knocked Michelle Obama off the top of the bestseller list, as a friend of mine pointed out. Now, meanwhile, McCabe says, you know why Sessions, Jeff Sessions fired Andrew McCabe uh, from the the FBI, I'm sorry, uh, two days before, you remember this, we reported this, two days before he was supposed to retire and receive full pension, retire with full benefits. And McCabe says, they did that to take revenge because of what I did. To investigate President Trump. Hello, the inspector general recommended criminal charges against McCabe. Remember, McCabe lied to investigators totally unrelated to Trump. It was on the Hillary investigation because McCabe, despite all of his conflicts of interest, was the one leading the investigation against Hillary Clinton. And he lied to investigators, something to do with leaking. He leaked information to the media that he lied about it. So he should be indicted right now. He should be in jail. But of course, he's a Democrat. So they don't bother. He's anti-Trump. They don't bother indicting him. And that's the reason Jeff Sessions never got involved in anything related to Trump. So to accuse Jeff Sessions of firing him is somehow revenge for what McCabe did to Trump. I mean, they literally, in the IG, by the way, the same IG who vindicated Strzok and Page. So the IG is not... Any Trump supporter himself, and yet he recommended that McCabe be indicted, and that was why Sessions uh, fired McCabe before he was able to earn his full pension. This guy McCabe is the one who entrapped Michael Flynn to lie, made him feel all cozy and comfortable. We'll just chat about your 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 conversations with the Russian ambassador. Don't worry, you don't need a lawyer. It doesn't help to have a lawyer. That's just going to make things complicated. So McCabe is a very sleazy guy, and he's admitting it, and yet the media is turning him into another hero like James Comey. Alright, there was an article in the New York in the Jerusalem Post, I'm sorry. Egypt, you know that last week Egypt. There's a, there are tunnels that Hamas digs, from Hamas members dig from Gaza into Egypt. And uh the Egyptians, the, these are used for for terrorists to sneak in. And the Egyptians do everything they can to try to stop this. It remind you of some other country out there, well Egypt, they actually put gas into one of these tunnels. They killed two members of Hamas digging these tunnels over there um, from Gaza into Egypt. So they gassed people in the tunnels. Multiple people were injured. Two were killed. Have you heard a word about this from the media? Has Has the UN uh, come out with any kind of resolution condemning Egypt? They also have flooded tunnels. They've actually poured water into these tunnels to flood them. Now, Israel would never use these tactics. Israel uses these very awkward, clumsy tactics. They fill them up with cement. They do things. That are much less dangerous to the people in these tunnels because Israel knows that if they would resort to these kinds of tactics like the Egyptians did, they would be bombarded with criticism from the media from the UN. If Israel did what Egypt did to these Palestinians, uh, the the UN would hold emergency sessions. There'd be all these resolutions against Israel for committing war crimes. I mean, it, it would just be a PR nightmare. And yet the Egyptians do it and they get away with it. They get a pass and nobody even notices and we see the story again and again arabs can kill other arabs it happens all the time no nobody cares when arabs kill other arabs or when the palestinians are totally neglected by dozens of arab nations surrounding them but the israelis are the ones who are always to blame and why is that because nobody cares about the palestinians nobody cares the media doesn't care the un doesn't care Their fellow Arabs don't care about the Palestinians. The Palestinians are very convenient because they're an excuse for the anti-Semites to bash Israel. And this kind of double standard, this kind of hypocrisy, when Egypt does these things and nobody says a word, and if Israel does far, far less harmful, damaging things, Israel gets blamed for it. By the way, Benjamin Netanyahu made a comment talking about how the Poles were complicit with the Nazis in the Holocaust. And the Polish prime minister has canceled his trip to Israel. There's going to be a summit here coming up uh, between Israel and a bunch of European nations, including Poland, Belgium, and several others. And the Poland prime minister canceled his trip to Israel to punish Bibi Netanyahu for saying that the Poles were complicit. The Poles collaborated with the Nazis during the Holocaust. That was the quote and he, Bibi, we told you, was in Warsaw for the Middle East summit. Now, Poland will be represented at this summit by the foreign minister, but not the prime minister, and look, we told you, the, the the Polish people and government, they want to whitewash history. They want to get very technical. Technically, the government was really taken over by the Nazis. So there was no Polish government at the time. So nobody can claim that the Polish government collaborated with the Nazis. The Poles collaborated with the Nazis. It's a fact. So many Polish people were more than happy to help the Nazis build these death camps in Poland and bring Jews there and kill them. The, Po- many, many Polish people were involved, were complicit, collaborated. We told you about this law that was passed where Poland made it illegal to say that Poland helped the Nazis, that the Polish country helped the Nazis in World War II. It, originally, it, it was uh, uh, punishable by a three-year prison sentence, but there was so much backlash and outrage around the world, not just by Jews in Israel, uh, and that the Polish government had to rescind retract that part of it so there is no jail time no jail sentence but it's still illegal it's a crime i guess they give people a fine uh, a financial penalty if they say that poland helped the nazis even though it's clearly a fact but they're revising history they're they're trying to whitewash their role in in the holocaust by the way mccabe's book title the threat, how the FBI protects America in the age of terror and Trump. So this is the narrative, how the FBI protects America. The FBI protecting America from President Trump. The FBI is destroying America. They're out of control. It's like back in the days of J. Edgar Hoover, where you had the FBI being used as a weapon to really sabotage politicians. If the Washington establishment wants to get you, they, they send the intelligence agencies to do their dirty work. And that's exactly what's happening. You know, the media... Uh, hates President Trump, so the media will give the FBI a pass. So this is actually the title of the book, How the FBI Protects America, the irony. I mean, it's sickening, you know, how the FBI is the one here. They're the bad guys. You know, and Lindsey Graham, by the way, says the Senate will investigate all of McCabe's claims, you know, about Rosenstein wearing a wire and about these investigations being launched to just, just simply to try to attack President Trump. All right, on the border wall, look, I have no problem with the president using broad powers, and a caller said to me, you know, is there really a border crisis? Do you have the numbers to back that up? There absolutely is a border crisis, and I'll give you the numbers here in a moment, but I just want to make it clear, you know, well, the Republicans are such hypocrites because when Obama used broad presidential powers, they were all up in arms, all outraged, but now Trump can use his broad sweeping powers to basically decide on his own unilaterally to build a wall with government emergency funds. How dare he do that? What a bunch of hypocrites. I never had a problem with Obama using, if Obama would use broad powers to build a border wall, do you think that I would object or if he would use broad powers to, I don't know, you know, implement some kind of conservative policy, if he could use executive orders to cut people's taxes and to cut spending, I'd be more than fine with that. I'd look obviously within the realm of the Constitution, but the president has a lot of powers as granted by the Constitution. See, it's always like when it's the other guy, when the president is on the other team, that's when everybody suddenly gets upset about broad executive powers. When he's on your team, then it's okay. He can have broad sweeping powers. I, I don't ha- I'm not like that. I, I, I try very hard to not have a double standard and not have any hypocrisy. I'm okay with the president. The president has a lot of powers. I don't think the president can abuse his power and, you know, go get carried away. But that's very hard to do because of the courts and because of Congress. But the president has been granted a ton of power by the Constitution. That's the reality. So my problem is not when Obama issued executive orders, it's that he issued executive orders to do things that were terrible for the country. And number two, Obama did sometimes overstep and he did sometimes go against the Constitution. But because he put so many of his own appointees in the courts, they upheld his policies, even though they were uh, basically flew in the face of the Constitution. So for example, you know, DACA and catch and release, these, are act- these actually break the law because they allow people to stay in the United States who don't belong in the United States. You remember when Obama, he actually filed a lawsuit against Arizona. Arizona had this law. They said, listen, the federal government is doing nothing to enforce immigration laws, which was true under Obama. People come to Arizona illegally and Obama did nothing about it. So Arizona empowered, their they passed a law allowing their own local police to arrest illegal immigrants and to pass the information over to ICE. And Obama actually challenged that law, and he won. Outrageously, he won because the court ruled that somehow it was illegal to enforce the Constitution. Yeah, so those kinds of things are reprehensible, but that's not because Obama used his executive powers. It's because he used his executive powers to go against the Constitution, the Fast and Furious scandal, and then the cover-up where they had these guns get into the hands of Mexican Terrorists and drug cartels, thanks to the government, and then they tried to investigate. And Obama's DOJ refused to let them investigate, IRS gate. Remember Obama gave $1.8 billion to Iran? The media, of course, had no problem with that, but Trump can't use $5 billion for a wall. So Trump, it's not that he used his broad powers. It's what he used his broad powers for. He really, really did these egregious things. On the other hand, President Trump building a wall, that somehow is a capital crime, a capital offense. So, again, like I hope I'm being clear here. I'm fine with using executive powers as long as, number one, you have the constitutional right. And number two, you're doing it to help the country, not to damage and destroy the country like Obama did. So uh, President Trump, it seems, absolutely has the right to use the money for assuming there's an emergency to use the money to build a wall. So a caller said to me, you know, and by the way, one caller pointed out. Even when Trump just reverses Obama's executive order, the courts say that he's abusing power. You know, all, all Trump tried to do was uh, undo the executive order for, of DACA. And just just to reverse uh, Obama's executive order, You great point. You would think that one executive order could simply undo the previous executive order. The court said, no, Trump's not even allowed to do that. Even that is some kind of abuse of power. So it's it's always when the other guy is doing the same thing, then it's suddenly an abuse of executive power. Now, the border crisis, this is an absolute national emergency. Here are the numbers, plain and simple. Uh, NPR said that Trump is lying because illegal border crossing in 2018 is lower than in 2016 or 2014. So NPR said Trump's claim that there's a crisis at the border is a lie because illegal border crossings are down. But what they're not telling you is the reason border crossings are down is because Border Patrol agents are arresting so many more people under Trump. So more than so, really, the attempted border crossings are up, but just Trump is doing a better job. But it, but but they're limited in their power. So listen to this: Border Patrol agents in October and November twenty eighteen, Border Patrol agents arrested more than a hundred thousand people trying to enter illegally. That's in two months. So you have an average of forty, fifty, sixty thousand people every single month who are apprehended, but so many more people get in. Now, what's the total number of illegals in the United States? Between 12 million and 22 million illegals in the United States. They don't know the number. That's how bad this crisis is, but it's between 12 million and 22 million. At the low end, if it's just 12 million, that's more. That's just illegals in the United States. That's more than the entire population of Sweden, Switzerland, Hong Kong, Denmark, Finland, Norway, Ireland, and New Zealand. Each of those countries has less than 12 million people. Okay, now in 2018, about 158,000 Illegals were arrested by ICE. Now, many of them, many of them, over half of them were arrested for crimes that they committed other than just being in the country illegally. So uh, half of those 158,000, more than half, were charged or convicted of driving under the influence. Uh, The next highest category, arrests for crimes related to dangerous drugs. So you've got tens of thousands of illegals in this country committing very serious crimes, sometimes violent crimes. And by the way, 1,600 of them were, were murderers, were, were, were arrested for murder, 1,600 illegals. So well, it's only 1,600 out of 160,000. That's a huge number, 1,600 murders that would be prevented if we didn't have illegals in the United States. So how anybody can tell me, I mean, what if this is not a border emergency, if this is not a national emergency, you know, ha- having millions and millions of people here illegally. 180, hundred and eighty hundred and fifty eight thousand people arrested just in one year uh, half of them were driving under the influence which is deadly driving a car under the influence of alcohol or drugs and yet you're telling me now well what do you mean people in this country also commit those crimes well don't bring people here from outside to commit those crimes it's bad enough we have to deal with people committing those crimes in the united states we can't get them out they're they're, they're citizens but you're going to bring more people in to commit the same crimes all right That's going to do it on this busy Monday, and we will see you next time.